You're listening to RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956. The views and opinions expressed by our guests, hosts, and or DJs do not, we repeat, do not reflect the official policy or position of RGV Titan Radio, our affiliates, or our sponsors. RGVTitanRadio.com. We are the 956. Here on RGV Titan Radio, we are the 956. We are your hosts. I am Will. And I am Bob. And put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> I I am just going to come out and say it, dude. I freaking love Nicolas Cage, dude. dude he is like, one of my all-time favorite freaking actors, dude. It's so easy to hate on him, man. It's bullshit as far as nah, I can Nah, dude. Say, hell no, Nicolas dude. Cage like, is the shit. He's one of those guys, dude, that like no matter how bad of a movie he's in or no matter how good of a movie he's in, he like goes 110 percent every single time, dude. And I wholeheartedly appreciate and like that everything that. that he fucking does, I love how aware he is of it too. Like yeah. it, it's so funny if you watch him like behind the scenes and like when they're telling him, like when the director's like telling him like to get excited but not too excited. He's like, okay, so like not full on cage rage, just a little bit of cage. <laughs> like, like he knows, he's so aware, and yeah. I, I love that. I love that he gets the gimmick and like, dude, my man goes to the gas station in pink leather jackets with fucking two foot spikes on them. Like I don't yeah. care. He's the shit. And, and I find it funny. And like, I'm not hating. I'm not hating at all. But I, I find the fact that, like, his son uh, is uh, like, I guess he's, I guess he's a, he's a musician. Yeah, like he's a got, goth musician. He's he's got his own quote unquote black metal band. Yeah, and he wears black with makeup and like jet black hair and everything. Yeah, and like whenever you see him, whenever you see them. <laughs> them both together in pictures like no matter what he's wearing he's like oh look it's like Nic- Nicolas Cage <laughs> it's so fucking funny dude like it just looks like somebody Nicolas Cage would hang out with anyway right like, yeah dude and like I, I, oh, and you know they have a great relationship dude like yeah, you know it's, it's not like you know I, he he told him when he was a little boy, like if you're gonna do something, go 110. <laughs> percent Yeah, must have, cause like that those those cages don't do anything 90, percent man. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like so, so what we're gonna do, ladies and gentlemen, dude, is we're gonna pay tribute to one of the greatest actors of all time this month, and uh, we're going to uh, do uh, about four weeks worth of reviews for Nicolas Cage movies, you starting it. today. <laughs> starting today, we're gonna do one of the greatest action flicks ever uh we're gonna be talking about freaking con air dude jerry bruckheimer's con air jerry bruckheimer's con air i think this was the movie that like solidified nicholas cage as an action star in the in the mid 90s because before this he was he was kind of like a like a um like a, a comedy like a comedy act not really a comedy actor but like he wasn't seen as a as a big time not star as, not, yeah like not as an action star they kind of had the the Bruce Willis thing going with him where we're not too <laughs> sure like what we can do with him and shit like that like, yeah. like you didn't know that he could be an action star yeah and like, and like 
before this and believe it or not like there was a time when uh we could go a couple years without a Nicolas Cage movie you know not no more dude we get a Nicolas Cage movie every month dude I freaking love it but um yeah dude like before this he was in uh uh like small roles, dude, and then and then he got his big break. I guess you can say in like Pegasus, got married, and Raising Arizona, and Moonstruck. Raising Arizona, which, man. Which Great. I think he was nominated for an Oscar, if I'm not mistaken, for Moonstruck, wasn't he? Or was that Cher? Uh, I think it was Cher. I'm not sure. I know he won an Oscar. He's an Oscar award winner. He's an Oscar award winner, which he won for uh, um, uh, Leaving Las Vegas. There you go, Leaving which, Las Vegas. Was which if, if if you haven't seen that movie, dude, that is one of the most depressing, sad, oh, yeah. like like it's it's like Nicolas Cage has never acted like this before and he has never acted like this since no, yeah I was like he's he 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 tapped a vein with that movie yeah like, like he, he he has a real he has a real interesting habit of tapping veins with certain films uh and like I, he uh he got he got really I'm not gonna say he got lucky with that one I think it was one of those uh um right place right time kind of yeah, movies I feel and, that uh he wholly deserved the Oscar, by the way. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not yeah, talking about yeah. thing, or whatever. But that was kind of a, a fluke in his career because he's he's never done anything like that since, you know. Yeah, no kidding. But uh, uh, especially with the movie that we're talking about right now, dude. Like, no shit. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he would play he would play like quirky quirky uh, uh, characters before, but uh, this one I think it, it's so funny because. The way that Nicolas Cage's career has kind of kind of gone, uh, he always plays like extreme versions of us of of the same character, right? Right. Like right. like he's the uh, uh, the the cynical know it all, or he's the uh, uh, the the overconfident, uh, you know, squirmy like slimy kind of character. But in yeah. this one, dude, like he's he's an actual like full blown the full blown hero of the movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like oh, yeah. he's uh, uh, he's our in, John McClane. <laughs> yeah, dude, like in in a cast full of cartoon characters and and bad guys, like he's he's the actual real guy that you root for that doesn't boy, have any flaws, you know. Boy, he really fought a bunch of fucking Yosemite Sam's in this movie, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's some Yosemite Sam shit going on. Yeah, man. Like with so, Connor. <laughs> So yeah, man. Let's just get into it, dude, because we got a lot to talk about. Now, I'm gonna come go right off the bat and say that um, I remember first watching this movie. Uh, I watched it. I rented this movie along with um, I don't remember what other movie I watched, but I remember watching this movie and then not watching the other one. You know, like I yeah. rented two movies. Yeah, and, and you I just, just got watched caught this so one. so much in that one. Yeah, and this was the only movie I watched <laughs> that, that 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 night. That when you could rent a movie, but you you could only keep it for one night. Yeah, so, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so like, this was the only movie that I watched, dude. It, and it, uh, go ahead. No, no, it's, it's such a fucking ridiculous amount of fun. Like it really is, man. It, it, it grabs you so like it takes a minute. I feel. Mm-hmm. But like once we get to that big like uh, Suicide Squad moment, I, I guess I would call it of the <laughs> film where there where like John Cusack is like just reading everybody's rap sheet, 
Yeah. So like <laughs> I, I, I was like, this is clever. Like I, I don't know, man. It grabs you. It grabbed me right there, and this it doesn't let you go from that point. So uh, yeah, man, that's 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 another thing I want to talk about, dude. One of my other favorite actors, the freaking John Cusack, dude. Um, I love that John Cusack had to play the straight man to Nicholas. Playing Cage. the straight man of all straight, <laughs> like alongside Cole Meany, dude, who's just like born to play the asshole in every movie. Now, I, like, Col- like not British Cole Meany in this movie, like. <laughs> It's so it, it, it's so weird to hear his American accent because it's good. Like I remember when I found out when I found out he was British, I was like, "What?" Like, like he is. Yeah, I was like, "That was since when?" Does he know? It was almost it was almost as shocking as as uh, learning that Nicolas Cage isn't really from Arkansas, dude. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! No, his Alabama accent. That my name's Cameron Cameron Poe. Like. <laughs> God damn, dude. I'd like I, to think I'd like to think that he's playing the exact same character that he did in Raising Arizona. He is. Like, like he like, never he never got out of trouble. He just like never stopped getting in trouble. Yeah. Like, it's, it's essentially the same. It feels so much like him. But like I hate when Nicolas Cage tackles accents. I wish he wouldn't do it. Like <laughs> I really do. I love it, dude. I love it. I, I, I like. It's, it's just. It doesn't come across as. I mean, it comes across as stupid. Don't get me wrong, but it doesn't come across as as like him, him trying to do something serious. Like he knows the exact yeah. tone that this movie is going for. He's like, you know, what would nail the tone even more if I did a southern accent. You know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it feels like it was his idea too. Yeah, like of course it was, dude. He just asked Jerry Bruckheimer, like, "Hey, can I can I do an Alabama accent?" Like, and Jerry Bruckheimer's like, "Why?" Like, he's like, "Cause he's from Alabama. I want to have an Alabama accent." Like, all right, whatever. Only Jerry Bruckheimer is going to be like, "Is it going to cost me any more money?" Probably, (laughs) right? Like, (laughs) is it going to cost me? Do I have to hire a dialect coach? He's like, "No, no, I I, I, I can do it." Like, yeah, fuck it, do whatever you want. (laughs) Like. I'm glad he just, I'm glad he decided he was from Alabama and not deaf. Like <laughs> yeah. having to learn something. No, I feel like my I feel like my character was you know was born without the ability to hear, you know. It's just <laughs> So Jesus So let, let's Christ. let's let's get to it, man. This guy uh, was going to be Superman. <laughs> oh god, dude, like Kevin Smith had a brilliant idea to like since Warner Brothers still has that to yeah. uh, do an animated version of it with Nicolas I, Cage coming in as Superman, I a fucking million percent support that. I want, I want Nicolas Cage to come in and voice Superman. I want Christopher Walken to be the voice of Brainiac. I want all yeah, that, good all that, shit. dude, all that, man, like all of that, all of that silly shit. Like I am <laughs> so fucking in like in like sin i'm in yeah so uh this movie was directed by uh, simon west now simon west was uh he directed a couple of other uh, jerry brookheimer brookheimer things man like he he also directed the uh the world famous uh never gonna give you up music video the rick astley the, the <laughs> i fucking love uh, he directed a, a Tomb Raider, man. Like one of the one of the few really good uh, comic book movies. I mean, uh, video game video movies. Game movies? Oh, I mean, you that's know? that's your take on it, sure. <laughs> I, I I was uh, none too thrilled with fucking any of those movies. What, but the like, uh, Angelina Jolie one. 
No, I, I love the idea of her playing Laura Croft. Like, I think that's fucking awesome. It was kind of perfect, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, and like I, I, I understand they were going for Lady Indiana Jones. They just, yeah. I, and they just, it, it didn't quite work for me. Like, and it's nothing against her. Like, it's nothing even against the film. Just for whatever reason, the film just didn't work for me. It didn't come across as a Tomb Raider movie to me, but it, it, yeah, I was like, it doesn't feel like a Tomb Raider movie. Like, it doesn't yeah. it, it? It feels far too Indiana Jones, and like all you're making me do is want to watch Indiana Jones. <laughs> but it's all yeah. when, when, when you try to make a movie too much like another movie like it just uh-huh. makes me want to watch that other movie like it's the same thing like the other day we didn't even get into it like what, what we watched this week you know what I showed my wife for the first time what's that uh, I showed her Taxi Driver oh my god dude like she'd never seen really taxi- she'd never seen Taxi Driver no and like cause I, I remember like the first time when we went to go see the Joker in IMAX uh-huh. like I laughed at the end and I was like it's like Taxi Driver yeah. like it's unapologetically Taxi Driver and I was like they went so fucking far as to cast Travis Bickle in the movie like yeah. Yeah, like it's well. Technically, driver. technically they cast him because uh, of his uh, appearance in uh, uh, what was that movie the uh, uh, that he did with Martin Scorsese where he played a comedian. It, I, I don't remember, but like that that's a lie that they're telling you. <laughs> they cast him yeah. in this movie to give the rub for the fact that it's it's Taxi Driver. Oh yeah, no no doubt about it, dude. Even even uh uh, uh oh, what's his name? The director Todd Phillips. He even said he's like, yeah, like I've he like because Taxi Driver is his favorite movie. Like, like yeah, he, want, he wanted to make his own his own Taxi Driver, and he always felt like the Joker would be the perfect character to to tackle that. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it, it's it's absolutely like I said, you can project Batman. Like we've talked about this so much before, but you can project Batman into a number of different like stories and it'll work like fucking demolition man would have been a great batman movie yeah so so i heard we're like like we're getting off on a tangent but you know we got we got plenty of time now and i say i say we got plenty of time now but then like at the end of the show when we have like two minutes left i'm gonna be like let's go let's go (laughs) yeah no shit so so i heard that um uh the guy who writes meatloaf's music the Uh songs yeah. That he actually did a, uh, he actually wrote a Batman musical. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I was talking about this last night. Uh-huh. So um, I was telling a buddy of mine, and I mean this with no hint of irony whatsoever. Like, this is not uh, me being sarcastic by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, one of the most, in my opinion perfect albums that i've ever heard from beginning to end in its entirety and it is is just perfect is meatloaf's bad out of hell three yeah and uh, i actually listened to that album based on your recommendation yeah and like it's it's um that album it's so freaking metal dude (laughs) i know it was written by desmond child um who who i think is on is one of the musicians uh who worked with the the guy who composed Con Air. Yeah. But he wrote this album, which is why it's not on Spotify, because he wants credit for it. He he wrote a masterpiece and like Meatloaf just sings on it. Yeah. And like the I guess the the record studio is like, no, it belongs to Meatloaf. And he's like, well it fucking doesn't. You didn't write any of it. But that album was originally some of the songs on there were intended to be part of a Batman musical. Um, including its titular track, the very first track on the album, The Monster is Loose. Uh-huh. Um, 
my personal favorite song on there like is is uh, the monsters loose but uh there's another song right after the second track on the on the album is called blind as a bat uh-huh. and it's it's supposed to, if you really listen to it it's a song about gotham city like it's a song about the people of gotham like listen to the words to blind as a bat and and, <laughs> and like um it's it's really fucking beautiful. Alive is another one. Like there's so many good tracks on there. I'm like, you could have turned this whole fucking thing into a yeah. bad musical. Like so, so with that being said, I've actually listened to a couple of songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it was never finished, right? Like he only he only made a, a couple of songs, but it was yeah, for whatever yeah. reason it was never finished. He never like went any further than than writing a couple of songs. Mm-hmm. And um they're not good, dude. Some of them, some of them really aren't the ones that were good. He put on the fucking soundtrack. Yeah, they're so bad, dude. Like, there's this song uh, that the Joker sings called "Where Does He Get Those Wonderful Toys?" Oh God, and it's terrible, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I I'd be so down, dude. I would love to see a fucking Batman rock opera, like a legitimate rock opera. I'd cast Patrick Wilson as Batman. Yeah, that's that's a that's a pretty good. Does he can he sing? Does he, he can sing? Yes, he's really oh, nice. Okay, he's a, he's a really good singer. He's he actually plays uh, the bane of my existence in Phantom of the Opera, Raúl. Oh. Like, <laughs> he, he he sings in the Phantom of the Opera musical. Like he's he's actually a really good singer. Well, but, I mean, um, I I think I think uh, I think uh, uh, you know, a guy with no vocal cords is a better singer than 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 oh, what's his name? Um, Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. <laughs> yeah, say, say that to my wife; she'll slap you. <laughs> so, what did she uh, going back to uh, to Taxi Driver, man? What did she think of Taxi Driver? Oh, it blew her away. She was so fucking blown away by it, and she she like. Because even there's there's moments where she's like, is that really happening? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Is that really happening? And like, I appreciate I appreciate the like knowing that that uh, and Todd Phillips, like he he totally like he doesn't hide it. Like he's not he's yeah. not trying to be like, no, no, it's me. It's all me. Like, no, he yeah. says, no, like this is my taxi driver. Right. Um, I, I think I think that it's it's a great it's a great take. But um like the the whole the whole like did it happen or didn't happen uh, a viewpoint uh, just makes it even better I think in yeah. my opinion oh, yeah and uh, um, especially especially uh, at the end of Taxi Driver dude it's such an infinitely better ending I'm not taking anything away from the Joker's ending but yeah, like the Driver. ending of Taxi Driver dude it's so like like it's the the fact that if if it was real like it's great yeah. right but if it wasn't real it makes it so much more tragic yeah you know? hell yeah you know especially with what happened with uh, Jodie Foster's character right like yeah that's fucked but, up <laughs> but you know no no spoilers or anything like in case you guys want to watch it but yeah go go watch it dude like it's 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 creepy it's hilarious at points uh it's disturbing and uh it it shows you why Robert De Niro is looked at as such a one, like one of the yeah, greatest actors like of all why time. He's such a fucking legendary yeah. actor. Like even at the at the end of the movie, like when like my wife turns and looks at me at the very last scene, and I went like this to her. I went, like, <laughs> yeah. like the bloody the bloody grin. Like yeah, it's fucked up, dude. Like it's a wackadoo of a movie. So. Um, 
yeah, let, let's go ahead and, and, and do that, man. I I uh, um I actually watched uh I finished watching, I should say. The uh, two two shows, two shows. I finished watching two shows, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which I'm not going to really get into because uh, it's one of those shows where you have to like really be into the yeah. the cinematic universe in order to get and 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 appreciate. I don't think anybody who hasn't watched the movies or uh, watched any of the other TV shows or or you know follows what's going on uh, would appreciate the show. Um, but that being said, uh, it is a really good show. It does it does have it does move the Marvel story forward, and it and I think it sets up like maybe two or three movies without like shoving it down your throat. You know how how some movies be like, uh, we'll tell you exactly what happens to this character. Just you just need to watch this movie. You know. Yeah, like, I hate every, that. Dude. Every character in this movie has their every in this show has their own uh, like arc and everything, and it's all like compiled in this show. Like you don't have to watch any other show in order to see what happens with this character and their arc and stuff. In fact, it finishes up the arc with with uh, Bucky and uh, um, and uh, uh, Falcon. You know, like it, it wraps up their arc in a nice little yeah. package, and it's it's really good, especially Bucky, dude. Uh, if Sebastian you, Stan, if Sebastian Stan doesn't get a um, an Emmy nomination for his performance in this show, dude, then there's really something wrong with the Academy. I dude. I, 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 I really want good things for Sebastian Stan. I think he's yeah. such a talented fucking actor, like, and he's so fucking funny. Yeah, when he, when he wants to be, like, I oh, fucking hell. love him. In a hot tub time machine, yeah, like <laughs> he plays such a dude, bro. <laughs> he's so he's so fucking good, dude. Like one of my favorite lines, and it, it's just the way he delivers it, and the guy, the way he responds to him, like when he walks into his room and he's like, "Blaine, man, you coming down for the party?" And he's like watching. Um, uh, Red Dawn, he goes, no foreign army has ever stepped foot into American soil. He's like, oh, you're watching Red Dawn again? <laughs> like, 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 uh-oh, he's going on a tangent. Like, <laughs> like, he's, like, he's just blown up about these evil Ruski fucks before. Like, he's so fucking good, dude. And, like, yeah. I love the idea of him playing Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like, I'm super supportive of that. Like, I am so in. Like, It's not going to happen, but, crazy. like, no, it's, so crazy it's, how, it's so crazy how he looks like Mark Hamill, dude. Yeah, I was like, that's the route you should go. If you're going to fucking go that route in the Mandalorian, like, obviously, fucking Mark Hamill's not going to play young Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Like, get Sebastian Stan. Like, I'm, I'm super down for that. Yeah. But uh, I, I do want to watch that one, mainly because I fucking will watch anything with Wyatt Russell. I'll always like dude, I'll, I'll, I'll give anything dude, a shot. He is like I, I'm sorry, dude. Like he's a he's a better actor than his dad. Like this show, just, I hope like, agree. Solidified this show solidified that he is a way better actor than Kurt Russell. I, and that's I, like high praise, dude, because Kurt Russell is a freaking amazing actor. Yeah, hell yeah, he is. And like I agree, dude. Like. I remember the first thing I ever saw him in was an episode of Black Mirror. Uh-huh. And I like that episode. Yeah, okay, so like that episode, I was like, man, that guy goes hard. Like, yeah. I had no idea who he was. And I was like, man, that guy goes fucking hard. He's really good. 
and the next thing I saw him in was 22 Jump Street, yeah. and he's playing such a dork. <laughs> and I'm like, it's so weird, dude. Like, they, I, I don't know if these guys know what an amazing talent they've got with that guy. Yeah. And I'm like, who is he? And I look him up, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, the fire of the manliest loins alive. Like, I'll be damned. And the thing about it, dude, is that, like, he, his character... Because uh, he plays, he plays a new Captain America, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is like when 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 it first when it first happened, like the internet went all crazy, like how dare you recast Captain America and all that stuff. And and then the further along in the in the series you you go, like it 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 further solidifies why Steve Rogers was the perfect candidate to become Captain America. You know, it right. goes back to that line of. Um, the uh, the serum doesn't enhance who you are. It doesn't enhance your your strength and your speed and, st- and stuff. It enhances who you really are. You ah, know? okay. And like the That's entire time, yeah. And then the entire time, dude. Like as the show goes on, and like it, it his his character develops more and more. You're like, dude, message. Message, yeah. message. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the main reason I want to check it out, man. I I, I want to see that. But you know you know what I finished this week, uh, um, Young Rock. Yeah. Like, so I, so it's it's done for the season, right? Like the season. Yeah. Over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Season's over. Okay. So what do you think, dude? Because I freaking loved it, dude. Like it it's it's such a great show, man. I and and like you said, like I know that like ninety five percent of this stuff isn't isn't real or whatever. Yeah. But like it's still a good story, you know. And I, I think that's the, that's the thing is I I like the story itself is really good. I'm glad it got picked up for a second season. Second after like, season. Oh, it got picked up for a third too. Second and third season, yes, sir. I believe it. Like, yeah. Watching it, I was like, dude, this is like, this has Fresh Prince levels of comedy. Right? Yeah, yeah. And, I and like, I, I, I don't use that comparison lightly. I don't. I've never compared another TV show to Fresh Prince because Fresh Prince is its own thing. Yeah. But like, it, 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 the the jokes in it make me laugh really hard yeah like when when i laugh i laugh really hard and, and they like, don't seem forced either like they're not like you know hey, hey, pie in the face kind of laugh dude like no it's it's it's, it's the, the 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 jokes come really smoothly the guy who plays rocky johnson is really really fucking funny um, dude he plays it so perfectly dude. <laughs> so I, I i even told her i told patty we were watching and i went that's fucking weird yeah like, Isn't it? i'm like man that guy looks just like soul man like he dude looks if like you soul think man it's weird dude imagine what how the rock feels dude i, I can't i can't even imagine see like seeing that up front uh-huh. like the lady playing his mom looks a little like his mom but the guy yeah. playing soul man rocky johnson is like yeah that's weird dude i love that actress playing his mom dude like she reminds me so much of my mom dude i like, i know dude i want to see that lady in so much She's dude so- i want to hug her dude yeah <laughs> i want to hug her so bad like i i had there's 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 a lot of moments in that show that are like wow that was really, really, really heartfelt. Yeah. Like, really beautiful moments. But, like, there's one in particular that I was like, oh, like, that one hit me in the feels. Yeah. And I think it's because, like, now that I've got my CDL and stuff like that, I, I told my mom, like, hey, 
but she worries about the property tax. And uh, I told her, like, that's my responsibility now. <laughs> like, the, the property tax is my annual responsibility for the house. Like, yeah, I don't live there. It's, it's her and my stepdad's place. But, like, that's my home. You know, I grew up there. Yeah. And, like, I tell my stepdad all the time, because my stepdad's told me a million times that he'll move out when my mom, like, passes along, because my mom's a little sick. But, like, uh, he's told me a million times that, like, when mom passes on, that he'll move out. So and I'm like, dude, house. yeah, and I'm like, are you, like, crazy or what? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I tell him all the time, like, bro, he's he's been there for my little brother. My brother's 20 years old. He's mm-hmm. been there for my brother since my brother was, like, four. Like, he was four or six when he came into his life. Like, he's always been there. He's always helped me when I needed help. Like, he's always, always, always been there. I was like, you've done more for this house than my own real dad ever did. And it's just mm-hmm. the truth. That's not me knocking my dad. Yeah. Like, he, he's been there longer than my dad was. So, like, it's his home. And I told my mom, like, I'm going to pay the property tax. Like, it's my responsibility now. Like, I just want to ease that burden off of her, especially because now um, our property became commercial property. Because the empty lot across the field is going to be a Walmart soon, I think. I'm not sure what it's going to I'm hoping it's a Tesla factory because I know they're going to want to build a Starbucks on my house. And I know how much money Elon's gotten. I'm going to get more in the city of Brownsville from him. But um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Like, yeah. nah, you picked the wrong house. I can, I can afford the property tax now. But because yeah. he keeps promising that he's going to make life better for his parents in the whole series. Like, it's, it's his, like, big goal is to, like, make sure that his parents are taken care of. Uh, and like, I think that's super. Like, I get that coming from a fucking you know Spanish, a Mexican household. Like, you want you want to take care, you want to be able to take care of your parents one day. You want to be able to have that kind of money. Yeah. And like, how he keeps promising he's gonna take care of them as soon as he's drafted. Like he and, wants the uh, he he's gonna. There's a great scene which which goes along with the whole uh, comedy, uh, drama thing where like he he dreams that he's he's gonna go in the first round. And he's like, yeah. he's like I'm going in the first round and here are the keys to a brand new mansion. And yeah. like the second and third round goes by. Here's here's the keys to a smaller, more economical house. And then yeah. like the tenth round goes around. And he's like, here are the keys to a mobile home. <laughs> Make yeah. sure you put gas in it. <laughs> <laughs> and like I think that the last one is like Dewey we can just stay in the car <laughs> and I, I love that dude because I, I get that and then like if you haven't watched the show yet there's his mom keeps working every odd job she can get anything she can she can do to make rent yeah. and like she's working in a call center oh, with God, no air yeah. conditioning yeah, like there's no aircon in the call center, and like comes this part at the end of the series where he goes undrafted. The first hundred rounds, the first hundred picks go, and like his name is never called, and his teammate is called up for the big position. His teammate was Warren fucking Sap, and Russell Maryland, and Russell Maryland went to the Cowboys. So he went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, first, he went to the Buccaneers. Traded first. to the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Warren Sapp went to uh, uh, I think it was what wasn't it the uh, the the Vikings? Yeah, Warren Sapp and, went to Minnesota. Yeah, but um, yeah, dude, and like, there's this tremendous moment where he he gets a job working there with her and shit like that. And he's like, how can you stand it? She's like, I can't. Like it's work. You're like I have to work. What choice do I have? 
Yeah. Like, all we can hope is to be a little comfortable in our lives. And, like, later on in the episode, or I think it's, like, two episodes later when he's still working there, and he goes undrafted, and he doesn't make any of that money. He has to move back home. Mm-hmm. And he brings her a box fan. Yeah, dude. Like, that at was such here, a great scene. Yeah, like, at least here, you, you, you're the king. You're the queen. You're the one with the fan. Yeah. Like, every, everybody <laughs> else can sit and fucking suffer in the hot. You've got a fan at the very least. Yeah. And, and like, I, I, and the thing I, I, I love... They take the opportunity to throw in some of his old catchphrases yeah. in the show. Like, do you think that money just falls out of the sky? Do you think it grows on trees, Dewey? Is that what you think? Well, I don't. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter what you think. <laughs> like, it's really good, dude. It's very Fresh yeah. Prince. And, like, I love so much about it. I look forward to the second season. I'm hoping they, they get really weird people cast as Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mick Foley. Yeah. Uh, Triple H. Like, I can't wait to see who they get to cast in, in like some of these really weird parts. I'm really interested in seeing what happened to the grandma, dude. Yeah, dude. You know, like, she's a great. She, fucking... She's a great freaking. Yeah, uh, she's a great character in the show. Yeah, I love her character. Her and the uh, uh, and like whenever they have a cameo from from like the uh, <laughs> the, the the other wrestlers and stuff, mm-hmm. like. Like those, those are those are some great shots. But yeah, dude, Young Rock is is a, is a really good show, and uh, uh, I can't I can't wait for season two. But definitely, uh, definitely one worth the binge, man. Like I watched it on on uh, on Hulu. Yeah, I'm sorry if you guys hear me chewing, man. I haven't eaten all day, and like extreme pizza just dropped off pizza here, and I've I've never had it before. But like, fuck, it's how, good. How is it? Is it good? Really fucking good. I don't, I don't know if I'm just like really hungry, uh, but like. <laughs> so like my my wife my wife just came in with like the most like angry face I've ever seen her seen her have and she holds up a miracle whip bottle mm-hmm. and I accidentally bought um the cuz 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 I buy mayonnaise and like I accidentally bought the miracle whip that wasn't miracle whip it was salad dressing ew so <laughs> she comes in and she looks at me She's holding it up and she's like <laughs> for for shame on you for buying Miracle Whip anyway. But like <laughs> But it, I mean it was it, it is what it is, man. You know, we we're all in we everybody gets one. Okay? Everybody gets one. Well, we're supposed to be reviewing Connor. <laughs> So, anyways, they steal the plane, right? And, yeah. So, uh, anyway, here's the thing about Conair, man. It's not that deep of a movie, dude. No, fuck no. It, it, I hate that it starts off with narration. Like, for, yeah. motherfucker, what? Dude, like, so here, here's a story. Here's a story, right? Of a lovely lady, um, where this guy, Cameron Poe, played by that. the always amazing. Um, uh, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> uh, apparently, he was sent to jail for defending his wife, his pregnant wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So tell me, tell me, like, in what world this is okay? I, I don't know, man. I'm from Texas, so like they they give you awards for doing that. <laughs> like. 
Yeah, you would. Yeah, he, he would have shot him. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you get parades for that here, bro. Yeah, no shit, right? Like, and I'm so like, like, isn't this Alabama? Like, the, what, are, are you guys more upset that he killed white guys? <laughs> <laughs> right. So he he uh, uh he, he's out with his pregnant wife, right? Like she's like eight or nine months. Like she's about to pop, dude. Like she's yeah, huge. Yeah. Like Monica Potter, who was who was who like came out in like ten movies in three years and then just fell off the face she of the fell earth. Off the earth. It was weird. Yeah. And like she's gorgeous and she's a great actress and she's got one of those faces that like she can emote like Very several well. like Very well. several different emotions. Like just by looking at her you know exactly what she's feeling. She's um, the only person I know who can like fucking like just shift her eyebrows to go from a precious moments doll to like fucking like resting bitch face. It's amazing. <laughs> like she's re- she's yeah. good, dude. Like she's really good. I'm surprised she's not in a lot of stuff. And she's like the only actress that I think could uh, could like uh, like realistically portray falling in love with uh, with Robin Williams on screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But anyway, uh, yeah, man. So she's in, especially in that fucking movie. Yeah. Which, by the way, like I, I when I saw Patch Adams in the theater, like I really loved it. I was like totally yeah. infatuated with it. Like, like I wanted to watch it again immediately. And then years later, <laughs> I found out like the actual story and realized how bad they portrayed <laughs> like, it. Horrific misrepresentation of the, the actual horrific... Dr. Adams. Yeah, like, dude, that's oh, like not. I was a stupid kid, man. Like, leave me alone. It, so anyway, it, it's I I love to this day. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen Cecil B. Demented. It's a John Waters film. Uh, but like, there's this joke in the movie where they're gonna go and like, I'm sorry, I'm bringing this up. Like, <laughs> they they're they're making a movie. In the movie, it's a very meta movie. It's 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 a it's it's John Waters making fun of himself and all his other pretentious director friends. <laughs> yeah. and, and like, uh, what they're doing is they're they're filming real life, like hostage situations and heists that they're doing. They're committing, uh-huh. and like they're doing it for art cinema. <laughs> so. Okay. Go to, they go to a movie theater where they're showing Patch Adams the director's cut. Now with thirteen more minutes of sadness. <laughs> so, like, as they're breaking into the theater, it's just like it's on the screen and it's like a fake Patch Adams movie, and it's a little kid with a clown nose on, and another kid smacks her and takes the nose and goes, "Give it to me, you." bastard <laughs> and like, all the kids just start going dr patch dr patch like that's all that's happening right and they show the audience and people are sobbing like, and i'm like oh my god it, it makes fun of it just so well like i can fucking see john waters watching patch adams and just gagging like, yeah. <laughs> for no discernible reason except for the fact that the movie's so full of shit like just oh like, God, it's so really <laughs> doctors so out of you <laughs> oh, I'm sorry just like it's so bad of you. Dude. And, and you know <laughs> and oh, it's man. fucked up because I like it I like that movie like it's yeah. so bad it's a guilty pleasure film for me. Like it's schlock for the sake of schlock. Like it's but they do it, it on purpose. Like they it's, yeah. it's not it's not like they're they're uh, uh being sincere. <laughs> uh, 
that's why it's so fucking funny because it's like whoever directed that like was that a pitch meeting and the director and the the he's like have you ever seen terms of endearment like yeah it's gonna get much sadder than that buddy <laughs> like he was aiming for the movie to be it's gonna sad. get up and coco sat up in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Anyway, yeah. I haven't seen Coco yet. I need to watch that. I you haven't seen Coco yet. I have Disney Plus. I have no excuse. I need to watch it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Make sure you're not doing anything for the rest of the day when you watch that movie, dude, because that movie's gonna freaking like debilitate you for 24 hours. I've, I've, I've heard, man. Like every yeah. everybody, everybody's told me the same thing. Yeah. But anyway, they steal the plane and. Uh... <laughs> So yeah, man. So these guys come and they they for some reason find it okay to or like I don't know why, but they want to assault assault a a, a pregnant lady, you know, yeah. even if it is Monica Potter, like, like and her army ranger husband, like who is in full uniform, by the way, like at a bar, badges of honor on his like chest, <laughs> like, like everything finally- about this guy says, dude, like I can kill you. And not even break a sweat in the rain. Like, <laughs> it, it's so fucking funny because they're like picking on him and shit like that. Like, what the fuck, dude? You couldn't find a vet in a wheelchair to bother? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, like you could tell it's this like, guy spends his mornings tripping orphans. It's like, like, it's like somebody told these guys, somebody told these guys, you're not a real man unless you assault a Marine. <laughs> it's so ridiculous, dude. And like, unless you assault a Marine and his pregnant wife. Like, <laughs> Like they were really, really aiming for gold in the douchebag Olympics with those dudes. Like, and it's such a for me, it makes me laugh because it's like, I don't know, dude. Like, I I don't know a lot of people that go around intentionally like trying to pick fights with like vets. Yeah, like I know some pretty (laughs) smarmy people, and like. Believe it, or not, believe it or not, this is not the most unrealistic part of this movie, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, this is the part that bothers me. <laughs> this is the most realistic part, dude. Like, like people in Texas will fuck you up, dude. They, they don't care how, how much deadly training you had, dude. Yeah, they no, that's, that, that's, that's for sure. But, like, yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, these dudes were just like, what's up? army boy like what the fuck is this like who are you dude like try that shit at a bar here they're gonna kick you out like they they kick you out at a bar for being drunk like and then they'll go home then they'll go home and 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 complain that they're that they're being canceled (laughs) so anyway man so so uh so he he kills one of the guys right like accidentally like, he kills one of the guys and he gets arrested and sent to prison for like eight years for like, like eight the- years dude like- okay like uh, apparently apparently like the thought process is that he's a uh, he he's like a, a military guy so his arms are are like registered deadly weapons or something yeah and like wouldn't mess with that <laughs> yeah and, and <laughs> yeah right but like since since uh he he quote unquote knew better than to fight like he gets sent to prison you know that's so stupid i was like you expected him to what like take the ass whooping <sighs> like they tried to walk away several times <laughs> you know but like, um I don't know, like no character witnesses like what the fuck is happening like 
<laughs> what kind of farce is this? It's another it's another uh, another trait of Texas, dude. They don't care what you do. They just want to throw your ass in jail. What they should have <laughs> fucking done. What the, honestly, like, it takes like eight seconds to unfuck that. Like, you could have just fucking like said that he was like the judge's nephew or something. Like, just some pulled some like j- just some exposition bullshit. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I I. I Forget it. It wouldn't have made it better, but it would have been something, right? <laughs> yeah, like I, exactly. I was like, it wouldn't have fit. There's, let me, let me, let me, let, let me fucking put it to you this way. This is like if like they tried repairing the hole in the Titanic with duct tape. Like, like it, it's a quicker fix, but it, it's not gonna fix the movie. It's not gonna fix. The not situation. if it wasn't flex tape. That's that. <laughs> hey, Phil, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, nah, that shit's no joke, dude. Flex tape is badass. <laughs> yeah, that that fucking that stupid infomercial made me laugh because like my dad was a big proponent of flex tape. Really? Yeah, I wish he could have seen it. Like, I've I, intentionally I, cut a big hole in this boat. Why? Like, <laughs> what the hell are you doing, Phil? <laughs> like, I wish I could have shown that to him. Like, he would have he wouldn't have found it funny at all. He'd have been like, flex tape can really do that. Like. You know, that, jo- I don't know. I don't know if you know who Jontron is. Yeah, I've seen uh, that. Oh, I love the Jontron. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's he's a he's a he's a lunatic man, but like his <laughs> his, his flex tape video is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of a local DJ slash comedian thing going on, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, he's he's a little. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about, John? But he, he he's funny. Yeah, like I I I I I I forgive a lot of stupidity. He's not a bad guy. Like by any stretch of the imagination, he just he has opinions and it's they're they're fucking stupid. Like, oh, De- don't get me wrong. Like, I will, I will, if he's in front of my car, I will not break. But that dude makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, kind of. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm uh, if somebody beat the shit out of him, I wouldn't lose any sleep over it. <laughs> yeah. No offense to Jontron. I like Jontron. I I wouldn't do it. Like, if I bumped into him, right, I'd be like, hey, I love that video. I love your videos. Yeah. They're fucking funny. They're fucking funny, but go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think I want to talk politics with you because yeah. I'm gonna fucking tell you to eat a bag of shit and die. But like, <laughs> <laughs> he'll make a video about it. <laughs> oh, that's fine with me. Too. So anyway, so yeah, man. Um, they get he uh, he gets sent to prison, and he finally gets paroled like seven years later. He's got a he's got a little girl that he's never on met, July fourteenth. Like, <laughs> like like the like the 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 most. Uh, like the the kind of story that uh that in any other movie the guy like like he's like yeah I'm getting out of prison in three days I'm gonna see my daughter who I've never met in any other movie you're like oh this guy's gonna die so freaking hard you know yeah yeah <laughs> like it, it, it's it, it die hard it's die it, it's die hard on the plane again yeah. <laughs> We went back to the plane. Yeah. But, um, can't get away from it. <laughs> can't get away from it, I guess. But like it, 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 the the movie has such a fucking tremendous ensemble cast, like and some of the weirdest roles ever. Uh, yeah, I, some I, of these movies, some of these guys are are like uh, like the first time that I've seen a lot of these uh, a lot of these actors, man. Like, um, well, like the the only other one that I that I knew aside from uh, like Nicolas Cage and Monica Potter and uh, 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 John Cusack 
was uh, Michael T. Williamson. Yeah, uh, he, he played Bubba in a in a in a, a Forrest Gump, but he didn't really. He was a prolific actor after after that. Poor guy's always second banana to a dummy from Alabama in movies, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh god, dude. <laughs> I, you I, know never, what? I never put that together, dude. <laughs> I literally just put that together right now, dude, just thinking about it. Cause like every time I watch Con Air, I always do that. I always go, my name's Cameron, Cameron Poe. And like it never <laughs> occurs to me that like Bubba is his boy in this movie. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Like and and one of the great like another great all-time actor who's who's like i want to say he's consistently inconsistent uh john malkovich john malkovich man as cyrus the virus grissom dude what a fucking tremendous role this was this guy like i want to see the prequel to this yeah i want to see about this movie Yeah, How did I'd they catch that. this motherfucker, dude? Like, seriously. Like, you know? all the shit that he's done, like, his rap sheet is so ridiculous. Like, he's, he's like, what is he? He's, like, 40 in the movie, and he spent 20 years in jail already? Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> like, over half his life in jail. But he's bettered himself in prison and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, all, all this exposition crap. But, I like... Think- I think his his entire career can be like like if you could choose one movie to uh to like you know what's what's a perfect example of John Malkovich's range? I would say watch his turn as Cyrus of Iris Grissom in Con Air. That's like yeah. everything you want to know about John Malkovich. I it's one of it's one of my favorite roles of his outside of uh Osborne Cox and Burn After Reading. But like <laughs> Some 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 genius figured out to give the Cohen brothers access to fucking John Malkovich. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. this is wonderful. Great idea, guys. Yeah. Like it's oh he's so fucking oh funny God. in that movie. It's not it's not yeah. <laughs> like, and, and of course the 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 voice of Arby's Ving Rames as uh Diamond Dog Jones. <laughs> Diamond Dog dude, fucking I I love Ving Rames and just about everything. Ving Rams has such a tremendous range as an actor. Like he can be really, really fucking uh, dramatic. He's very good at drama. He's fucking incredible at action. And God damn it, he isn't funny when he wants to be. Like, there, like uh, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you two roles that that perfectly encapsulate what what you just said about him. Mm-hmm. There's a movie that he did. I. Th- think it was back in like 1995 or something like that mm-hmm. uh, i mean he was great in pulp fiction right that was the first time i yeah, saw yeah hell yeah in pulp fiction but but that's a small role dude that's a small yeah. role and, yeah but his role in john singleton's rosewood oh yeah one man. of the like like his his he deserved a freaking nomination, dude. He, really he didn't fun. get one, dude, because back then the Academy hated black people. Yeah, like well, straight up, still, dude. They they fucking still do. They 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 don't like any color at all. I yeah. noticed. They don't like color or women at the Academy. Apparently, but, yeah. No so, shit. Any any fucking award ceremony show that would fucking watch something like fucking Hereditary and go, yeah, Tony Collette doesn't deserve an Oscar. Fuck <laughs> you. Fuck yeah. your stupid show. Like, nah, dog. <laughs> I don't fucking and, like him. <laughs> like, he goes from that intense, amazing, like, just like... That that performance changed my life, dude. Yeah. Uh, he went from that 
Wood, man. To I now pronounce you Ch- Chuck and Larry. Yeah. <laughs> have you fucking seen him in uh, The Goods? Uh, I have not seen that movie. I heard it's it's like it's like pee it's, your pants funny. It's so much funnier than it deserves to be. Yeah. Like it it does not need to be as funny as it is. Like it's such a forgettable film. Uh-huh. Like there's there's not a whole lot to it. It's a fucking Gary Sanchez production, so it's fucking Will Ferrell jokes and shit like that. It's a very yeah. forgettable movie, but everybody in it is having way too much fun. Like yeah. in, including Ving Rhames. And like the the de- the delivery, the dialogue that he delivers in some parts, like I, it, it is. I almost pissed my pants from laughter, <laughs> but just because of the way he delivers it. Like, there's this ongoing joke where, like, he keeps talking about how he wants to make love to a woman, okay. and like, he he tells he tells one of the characters, he's like, "I've never made love to a woman," and she's like, "Jesus, you're a virgin." He goes, "Hell no, I've been in four ways, three ways, <laughs> five ways, like golden showers, <laughs> platinum showers." I just never made love to a woman at all. <laughs> like, God. Like, later on in the movie, what? he's like, he's having sex with this girl, and it's like real passionate and shit. He's like, we're making love. And she's like, yeah, we're making love. And they just keep repeating that to each other. And he goes, hey, you know what? No one ever told me about making love. And she goes, what? He goes, it's fucking boring. <laughs> and he looks at her dead in the eye. And he goes, you can do whatever you want to me. My safe word's blueberry pancakes. <laughs> I fucking died, dude. Like, he's so good, dude. Like, Bing Rams deserves so much more respect than he gets. And it pisses, it's, it's one of those, he's one of those actors that it pisses me off that he doesn't, that like, I don't see Academy Award winner Bing Rams in front of his name. Like, I hate that I don't see Academy Award winner in front of him because he fucking deserves it. Like, he should have been nominated at least three times, dude. Yeah, like, not for the goods or anything like that, but like, no, just because uh, he's really talented. He's a really good actor. Yeah. Um, Steve Buscemi plays Green. Like the like like the biggest stretch. He plays a child molester. No, no, he's not a child molester. He's a he's a murderer. Yeah, like a child molester slash killer. Is I think it's implied that he's a child molester, but it's never like, um, like actively said. Really? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think it's ever said in the movie at all. I always got that he was a he was a child molester slash killer. Like he was a, like a you know, like there, there's a, there's this one tremendous moment with him and Nicolas Cage that like I I I adore Nicolas Cage's reaction. I'm not I I don't remember what they're talking about because for whatever reason, Steve Buscemi just starts talking to him in the movie, like uh, for no, no other reason than just the fact that he wants to talk to him. Yeah, uh, and like. He comes across as kind of a likable guy. <laughs> yeah, which is really weird considering that he's supposed to be like this like Jeffrey Dahmer level of psychotic. Yeah. And um he he's telling him something and then like he tells him the I don't remember what, like Nicolas Cage tells him like things aren't like that or whatever the fuck. And then like in order to reiterate his point, Steve Buscemi goes, This one girl, I drove through three states with her wearing her head as a hat. And Nicholas Cage just looks at him and goes, hey, it's my daughter's birthday today. So feel free not to share everything with me right now. Like, like, I love that, dude. Like, hey, it's my daughter's birthday today. Like, he's got this. I don't he's got this, about this. <laughs> like, dude, like he he's he's in a, he's in a plane full of the most dangerous criminals, like in in the in the state, and he's like, 
you know, he couldn't care less. <laughs> and my, my personal favorite, I just, I wish I knew what he did to end up in that plane is mm. fucking Renoli as uh, Sally Can't Dance. No way, Jose! Oh! <laughs> Oh my god. He's so good, dude. Like he's so goofy. And uh, like so so that that's the uh uh the the guy in the dress. Yeah. Yeah. They don't ever say, right? They like never they never tell, tell you what, what he did to get in the plane. They never tell you what he did to end up on Con Air. Like when he, he's part of that that second because what happens is they take the plane hostage. Uh, and they land in Carson City to refuel and get more prisoners on the plane. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's one of the prisoners that gets on the plane in Carson City, along with uh, MC Ganey as the, the pilot Swamp Thing. Yeah. And like, another, another great freaking actor, underrated actor, man, MC Ganey. Dude. Fuck, dude, MC Ganey's so good. He, yeah. He's, he, he's, he's so good at playing, like, the villains, like, right hand man and shit like that or just he he's he's always a really good like mob enforcer or dickhead he almost but, killed me once what really he almost killed me yeah yeah he literally I, almost killed me once so i, I don't know I don't, I don't know yeah let me explain that uh, i don't know if you've ever seen a uh, uh, sideways yeah hell yeah with uh um uh, with uh, um paul giamatti paul giamatti yeah. uh you remember that scene where <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it <laughs> where he's, they, they go to the house because the friend left the left the wallet there and yeah. Paul Giamatti is in there yeah and like you just hear like you just hear like just like like hate fucking his wife <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then there's a shot there's a shot where where uh, um oh shoot I keep forgetting his name uh uh um the guy from uh, the, the the friend, um, he's a uh, yeah Thomas Hayden Church. There you go. I knew yeah. it was a Tom something. He's yeah. out there like with his nose like all busted up and everything, and yeah. the camera's like like right on him. And and from the other side of the car, you see the house. You see the the front door swing open, and from a distance, you can hear Paul Giamatti turn on the car, turn on the car, <laughs> and MC Ganey is running right behind him. Butt yeah, naked butt with naked. his dick flapping in the wind. <laughs> yeah, dude. And he runs in the car. <laughs> and he's banging on the top of the car with his dick right on the window. God damn, dude. Yeah, dude, it's such a fucking funny movie. Dude. I died, That's a great dude. movie. Sideways is really, really good. That is like my one of my top five favorite movies, dude. I can see that. I can see why that would be a top five yes. for anybody. Sideways is fucking amazing. It it, uh, it borders a Coen Brothers film. Like it's, yeah. it's 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 Big Lebowski funny without intentionally trying to be that funny. I love Alexander Payne, dude. Like I I I, I, I I'll watch any movie that that guy makes, dude. Alexander Payne. He also did a uh, Election, which is yeah. another weird fucking movie, but good yeah. movie. So like, so uh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> these, these uh, uh, we're introduced to some of the greatest, some of the great uh, uh, cast of characters. Yeah, uh, not to mention, not to mention John Cusack and Cole Meany, dude. Like yeah. those two guys are another another level, dude. Danny Trejo and fucking um, Dave Chappelle. 
Dave Chappelle, yeah, dude. Like, it's such a wild cast of, of people on that plane. And, and like, I, I think that's what makes the movie so good is that the, the ensemble is really great. Yeah. Like, your Batman's really only as good as his gallery. They, that, that's the thing that I really like about this movie is that they really take advantage of the cast that they got. Yeah, they really do, man. And yeah. like every every time everybody like has like dialogue, the delivery is always really good and like it feels very natural in a fucking ridiculously unnatural film. Yeah. Like, so, so what we're gonna do real quick, man, is we're, we're gonna take a real quick break and then when we come back, we're gonna get into the uh, into the heart of uh, this movie. So uh, stay right there. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on the Movie Know It All podcast on RGV Time Radio. We are the nine five six. We'll be back. Are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGVTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip-hop, rock, and country. If you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to playmymusic at rgvtitanradio.com. Once more, that's playmymusic at rgvtitanradio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist along with cover art. rgvtitanradio.com. We are the 956. From the depths of the primordial ooze of pop culture, Two figures emerge to bring their gift of knowledge and films to the masses. Their only qualifications? They watched a hell of a lot of movies when they were kids. They're not just experts. They're not just fans. They are movie know-it-alls. Join Bob and Will every Wednesday at 5 p.m. as they host the Movie Know-It-All podcast. Only on RG Titan Radio. We are the 956. Today's flight would be special. That's William Bedford, a.k.a. Billy Bedlam. Mass murderer? The same. He caught his wife in bed with another man, left her alone, drove four towns over to his wife's family's house, killed her parents, her brothers, her sisters, even her dog. Scan him. And who is that good-looking brother on screen? Nathan Jones, a.k.a. Diamond Dog, former general of the Black Gorillas. He blew up a meeting of the National Rifle Association saying, and I quote, they represented the basest negativity of the white race. He wrote a book in prison called Reflections in a Diamond Eye. New York Times called it a wake-up call for the black community there, talking to Denzel for the movie. done it all. Kidnapping, robbery, murder, extortion. His name is Cyrus Grissom, a.k.a. Cyrus the Virus. 39 years old, 25 of them spent in our institutions. But he's bettered himself inside, earned two degrees, including his Juris Doctor. He also killed 11 fellow inmates, incited three riots, and escaped twice. Likes to brag that he killed more men than cancer. Okay, open wide. Lift your tongue. 
One of the great introduction scenes. <laughs> so that's it, Larkin, with some sort of suicide squad. <laughs> Bro, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I never really thought about it until right now. Uh-huh. But just listening to the audio, I'm like, hey, man, John Cusack's being a little dismissively racist, isn't he? Like, <laughs> he blew up a meeting of the National Rifle Association and then, like, where was the parade? Because I'd have been there celebrating. <laughs> like, oh, my he, God. He's not wrong. They are kind of the basis for what's wrong with the white community. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're exclusively what's wrong with the <laughs> Like, they may, in fact, be the big problem. That is their sole purpose, man. <laughs> I'm you know? sorry. Like, exactly. even when he's like, when he's like, they're talking to Denzel about the movie. Like, yeah. hey man, fuck you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, just hearing that, I was like, hey man, like that's awesome. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if somebody blew up the National Rifle Association, it'd be like, well, that was their right, wasn't it? Like, yeah. According to the NRA, it was, brother. That yeah. would be on you, right? Like, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, man, I thought I thought that the uh, that a gun was end all be all of uh, you know security. <laughs> the only one that could stop a good bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Yeah, no, they don't have a bomb. None of them have a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you can stop everybody. <laughs> good guy, bad guy, don't matter. Everybody will stop moving. So uh, yeah, man. So as you can as you can probably guess. Um, <laughs> And which is, you know, they actually take over the 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 plane, and um, yeah, that's basically the movie, dude. Like they 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 hijack the plane, and they uh, uh, it's basically a race against time because uh, Cameron Poe is like their inside man, right? Like they they basically they basically uh, he he's the one that needs to stop stop the uh um these criminals that he's that he's stuck on the plane with you know yeah like i i don't know man like i i i've known too many dudes who've gotten out of prison oh and like dudes who've been in there for a few years mm-hmm. and they come out and like the last thing they want to do is cause or stir or fuck with any kind of trouble <laughs> like if it, like me personally like if that was me in there like if i was in cameron poe's shoes like you would never see my ass move i would sit in that chair the whole time just like Mm-mm. so so like this whole situation's a whole lot of not my fucking problem <laughs> <laughs> like land wherever you want to land i'm gonna call like for for a ride when i get there <laughs> like i don't give a shit uh, hey, I'm not playing this game. Yeah, then, 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 uh, uh, then they wouldn't be making a movie about you, dude. 
That's true, right? Yeah. Like if, if and we would have no movie here. <laughs> I could just imagine Nicolas Cage just sitting there like, you know what? Ain't my chair, ain't my problem. I'm just going to sit here and, <laughs> and ride the wave. Yeah, right? Like just all this ridiculous shit happening around him. And he's just in the yeah. garland green position, just not moving, singing the whole world's in his hands and shit. Yeah. So like, so I guess, I guess that's why, like the main reason they gave him a family, like they gave him a wife and a daughter he's never met as like a reason for him to actually do something. Yeah. You know? no shit. So <laughs> Cause they're like really not part of this movie at all. Yeah. Monica Potter's in it for like a grand total of maybe six minutes. Like maybe. Uh yeah, a total, total. Like the like he she's at the beginning. Uh she's in the middle a little bit and then like at the end, you know, for the for the uh the the climax. Yeah. But yeah. but um it, it's it's very much shown that like he is um I, I love I love how they how they 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 uh, um they hammer home the fact that this that this guy is is his sole purpose is to get home, right? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> he even he even somehow I don't know how did they even explain it of how he got a little stuffed bunny like in prison? No, fucking he 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 just had it in prison when yeah. he was leaving. It was in his box and like <laughs> like. I don't know, man. There, there, there has, there's like, the movie has a bunch of really good, like really good, like, and I guess you have that once a soldier, always a soldier mentality that they were pushing. And I guess it wasn't so in your face at the time because this is pre nine eleven. Yeah. So like it, it it wasn't quick. Imagine imagine pitching Con Air on September fucking tenth, or September fucking like twelfth, two thousand. Like so, it's this plane. Ah ah. (laughs) next (laughs) so the climax is they fly a plane into las vegas (laughs) they hit a few buildings you're losing me (laughs) like nah man i can't believe i can't believe they got past the part where okay so a soldier goes to jail for murder For real, right? Like, if I was directing this movie, I would have, I would have had it shot in Texas, and the judge would have been like, uh, "Mr. Poe, as far as I'm concerned, you should have killed the rest of those sons of bitches. I'm gonna throw a parade for you and send you home with a million dollars of his money. Have a great day." And then, like, he's just like at home watching TV one day, and he's like, oh, "I'll be damned! Somebody hijacked an airplane. Crazy." <laughs> <laughs> just watching it on TV, and like, and that's the end of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Whole glad fucking movie. I'm glad I'm not on that plane. <laughs> that, that would have been a Gus Van Zant fucking production and not a fucking Jerry Bruckheimer. I just Jeez. left the camera for two and a half hours and didn't move it. <laughs> I was busy counting my Oscar money. <laughs> so there's like there's like uh there there's a bunch of uh here's the thing, dude. Um Simon West uh has a very, very specific style in this movie, which I don't really see in any of his other work. Yeah. So I I, I want to think that this is all uh, Bruckheimer's influence. It it, um, it it feels like there's it, it, there's it's weird because there's so much Bruckheimer influence in it that it almost feels Michael Bay. That's the thing. Like it all. Like to me, it's it's all Michael Bay. Do you like it like this feels this, like whole, it. this whole like. 
if if you look if you look at the way Michael Bay directs a movie and then you look at this movie, you you could have sworn that it was directed yeah. by Michael Bay. Like I tell, I, I've told people before, watch Con Air and Bad Boys back to back and tell me who directed what. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's, you know? it's pretty hard to like catch the the the, the humor, everything in it. Big, even the this was this was before fucking Michael Bay figured out that you can just blow things up for 70 minutes and people will still pay to see it. Like, so like the explosions were pretty like timed out really well. Like uh-huh. shit didn't really blow up in Connor till the end. Like you yeah. get a couple, you get a couple explosions. Like you get two when they land in the airstrip, but like, and no, no, you don't, you get one. Like, but did you need it? You know what I mean? Like, but like that, like that intro scene that that we that we just heard, man. The uh, the whole intro of uh, um, uh, like introducing the uh, the 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 cons, the convicts. Like that's that's all that's all Michael Bay style, dude. Like the yeah. whole quick cuts and the and the, the 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 flash of the lights and everything. You know. Yeah. I I and I know it's exposition. Yeah. Like I know it's the Suicide Squad tactic, but like. I really do like in a movie where you can take like three minutes to explain who these people are and and like you don't need to de- when you have this many characters you don't need to develop them all like you really don't need to develop every single character even with all the cons explained the only ones that have any development in the story at all is cyrus and but see that's all you need like that's all all you need is that introduction you know who they are (laughs) yeah like you don't you don't need too much of them and even the ones that didn't get like the rundown like they still explain them Mm -hmm. really quick like with what's his name? Um, Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo took 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Like, usted es el famoso criminal, amigo? <laughs> like, they, they call me Johnny 23. Like, 23 counts of rape. Like, un corazón pa' cada uno de mis maranitas. Like, <laughs> boom! I get it. Yeah. He's a fucking rapist and he's gross. Oh, and, like, they call me Johnny 600 if they knew the truth. Like... <laughs> All that shit, like it's fucked yeah. up. But like, at the same time, you've explained him. You don't want to like him. He's a bad yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to know. He rapes people. He's gross. Yeah. But that's all. That's all I need. We're gonna kill him in a little while anyway. <laughs> Which like, to, he's fodder. Who cares? Like, that's I, that's the sense of humor of this movie, though. Like, and 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 that that's one thing that that I that I that I remember about this movie is the sense of humor. Not to say that there's anything funny about rape. Let's segue. <laughs> yeah. But like Cyrus Grissom said it best, man, when he's like, I I despise rapists. For me, you're somewhere between a cockroach and the white stuff that accumulates at the corner of your mouth when you're really thirsty. <laughs> you <laughs> you all make an exception. Like, like what it, a it's, scumbag. It, it's so funny because like Cyrus is 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 described as like the worst of the worst criminal, but even he hates rapists, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I love that they do the same thing with Steve Buscemi. Like, holy shit, that's Garland Green, man! Like everybody's just like, oh my god! Like they they do it. It's so it's so Looney Tunes. 
Yeah. I mean, really think about it. What's the difference between, holy shit, that's Garland Green, man, and oh, Leopold, Leopold, Leopold. 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 Yeah. Like, there, there's there's this there's this awkward fascination yeah. with, with this guy. Like, you know, like he's, he's, uh, um, he poses absolutely zero physical threat to any of these guys, right? And everybody's afraid of him. And everybody's scared of him because they know what he did. And I, and, and I will, I, I always thought that it was that he was a child molester slash killer. Yeah, like in, in, in I think like I said I think they he comes off that way because there's this one scene because there's this one scene where where uh, he gets off the plane and he's having like uh, like this tea party with this little girl. Yeah, and it's she's very, like, "Are you sick?" It's it's very Freddy Krueger. It was one of those things for me where like Steve Buscemi would have made a great Freddy Krueger. Like he would have so? made. A, I think he would have made a very interesting and creepy Freddy Krueger. Like I don't think I don't think he would have been as intimidating, uh, but I think he would have been really fucking. Well, I mean, really, look at Robert England. He's not very intimidating at all. You can't get rid of me. I mean, every time you fall asleep, I'll be there. You know, I'll be there. <laughs> Just saying. Have you stayed? Have you stayed awake too long that you fell asleep? Well, now you're here in Dreamland. Like. <laughs> Oh, I can't do impressions to save my life, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But no, dude, like, it's very cartoony. And, like, the whole thing, and I think that's, it it may in fact be the biggest appeal to me. Uh, Con Air feels like a Saturday morning G.I. Joe cartoon. Um, I can, I can, I can see that. I can see that. It it feels like a fucking cartoon. Yeah. it's, It's so ridiculously, like, action packed. Like mm. it, 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 it's silly. Like every step of the way is silly. Like the whole thing, most the the majority of the movie takes place in a plane. Yeah, and like and action doesn't really stop. There's a lot of dialogue, and even the dialogue is driven by action. The thing about it is that it's directed in a way that the camera never stops moving. Very Michael Bay. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like I was about, to, I was about moving. to say that. I was like, very Michael Bay. Yeah, you know, and and it it's it keeps you I, I know that it kept me uh entertained and it kept my attention throughout the movie because like you you have you have this this uh uh and th- there's a there's a lot of dialogue like you said there's a lot of dialogue um it's mostly the the tension building between yeah. them trying to get uh Cameron Poe to to uh to to do what they want and get 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 him to like you know get the information uh, from the plane uh, to to the uh, to the cops, uh, and you have Cyrus as the bad guy in the plane, and you have uh, Comini as the bad guy, like the asshole uh, in the uh, on the on the ground. You know, yeah, like he's doing the, the he's doing everything they can. He's quite the Walter Peck of the movie. <laughs> very much, dude. Like, and like he's this... very much the Walter Peck of this film. And he's so over the top in the way he's like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, like he's no better than than any of any of the ones, you know, he killed a man. Yeah, like Like I and and it's so fucked up because like I disagree with him. I think he's a scumbag in the film. I think Colmini is an asshole in the film. He's meant to be an asshole. But like every time I watch this movie, it's one of those things where it's like, well, yeah, that's what you would do, isn't it? Like they they will shoot you out of the sky for that. Yep. Like mm-hmm. if you if 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 a con air situation ever managed to actually happen, that plane's getting shot out of the sky. Yeah. Like like you might get an opportunity to land it. Like they might tell you like land this fucker or respond over the radio. Like and if you don't, they will shoot you out of the fucking sky. Like yeah. 
it's not a question and, and like, I, the, the the thing about that is that uh, um they they do show like they they do have the hostages like they have the uh the the, the guards the female guard and uh um another they have another another uh michael t williamson plays another uh uh convict up there and he's got he's got like uh, what is it like diabetes that he needs his yeah, insulin you know like they have all these different uh, like ticking clocks in the, in the in the story and it adds to the tension you know yeah and uh it's it's done so damn well dude <laughs> it, it it really is man and like it it, it it it's it's such a fucking like again it, it it's a silly movie mm. and and the thing i do like about it is it asks you to suspend disbelief without asking you to suspend so too much of it like you have to suspend a lot of disbelief but it's not asking you to suspend so much of it because it's it's one of those things it's like fuck whether you believe it or not we're doing it and, <laughs> and, and i like that i like that about the movie like it asks you to suspend disbelief when applicable like when yeah. when shit is ridiculous it's like well tough shit it's gonna be ridiculous like i don't know what to tell you like it's a fucking action movie yeah and like, i i like that they that they go those routes with with the film and like you have these these really silly moments where like random people do and don't trust uh, Nicolas Cage, and like he keeps uh, sort of squeezing by with the bullshit that he's pulling. Like, and it's it's just it's so silly. Like it's 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 a little. Um, I hate that I always go to this, but it's a little Batmany in the like. Oh come on. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really, dude? Like, it's it's implausibly Inspector Gadget. Like, I, <laughs> it, it is. It's like, how did you get out of this one, you idiot? Yeah. Like, all the stupid shit that he does. Like, I like that they have that one guy, uh, Billy Bedlam, who doesn't trust him at all. Uh-huh. Like, just immediately dislikes him and distrusts him. And, like, Nicolas Cage does a really good job of, like, playing that what the fuck are you going to do about it without ever saying that like he never he's once got really, this he's got this intense look in his eye that he can pull you know yeah he he does and the intensity works so good for this movie like the the cage face works really really well because he emotes a lot in this film yeah he really uses far more like emoting than he does like actual dialogue because the dialogue is very distracting like, <laughs> Every time he talks, it's like, oh, like, stop it. Like, yeah. stop that, dude. Like, I really. He orders I, one of the greatest lines in movie history. Which one? Like, he's ordered so many in this one. Put the bunny down. <laughs> the ball. <laughs> like, it's so dumb, dude. Like, are, you, are we really going to have a fist fight about this guy? Like, yes. Like, oh, no, we're going to have a fight to the death. He killed him. Like, he just kills his ass. Like, you know, for... <laughs> I'm, hold on, I'm sorry. Like... <laughs> oh, dude, man, this... dude, he went to jail for killing somebody. He really doesn't have any problem killing people. Like... Yeah, like the guys in this movie. Like, why? Why are you so mad? You're so good at it. (laughs) (laughs) You are so good at it. He's so he's so effortlessly badass. There's even a part in the movie where they shoot him in the shoulder, and he just like, like walks through (laughs) it. Like he didn't just feel that. Like what? Like. 
<laughs> sure, like this is the whole like it 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 grazed him. I'm like, bro, yeah. have you ever felt backfire from a buckshot? Like <laughs> I I felt backfire from a buckshot. That hurts. Like fuck, it didn't it, it didn't graze me. It landed and it hurt. It like, hurts. <laughs> like bullshit. Oh. I've I've gotten dude. I got cut on. I got a cut on my knee that needed stitches. It grazed. <laughs> them like fuck you dude like that didn't hurt like it's the, it's the last action hero logic of action movies you no know <laughs> you get it back into the into the into the movie world like what the hell is this it's not even a flesh it's wound, a flesh wound. wouldn't it's even call this a flesh wound. His ab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness so like what 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 would you say what would you say is 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 your favorite part of this movie do you like like well what's what's the one scene that that you think of whenever you whenever you think about it <laughs> and that's that's so hard because like i i i i really do adore like just everything everything in this movie i really like like <laughs> it's like i've been saying about mortal Kombat lately with people like you can like bad movies just don't tell me it's good yeah like it's it's this that's what con air is to me like it's a bad movie but like it's yeah. fun it's like, fun and it doesn't take itself too seriously, you know. And, and like it, you, you, you have to be really careful when you walk that line. When mm. you walk that line of like absolute absurdity and action, like it, this movie could have very easily been double take with Van Damme. Yeah, like we could have really been frying the coke here, and like it, it never does. It never, it never fries the coke. It never gets too weird. It, yeah. it never nukes the fridge or jumps the shark. Like. It, it it really does like play play into its own bullshit. Do you know like, why it works in my mind? Mm. Is the cast like the 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 people who they cast like they cast top tier actors like like uh, Nicolas Cage and and uh, um and John Malkovich, Malkovich and, and all, like especially Malkovich. and and then they cast like really hilarious guys like Dave Chappelle and Steve Buscemi and Danny Trejo. Do you like like there there's this big time mix of of these actors, you know. <laughs> The 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 part that always like honestly the the when I think of Con Air, the scene that always makes me like, because like I said this this movie and I hadn't really noticed it until like we were listening to that clip, but I was like that was a little dismissively racist. <laughs> like, um, there's a lot of that in this movie yeah. that like w- it wouldn't fly today. Like you'd be it'd be one of those things where it's like, well, that was. Why was that necessary? Why would you even say that? Like, um, one of the parts that always kind of like makes me giggle is uh, the scene where where um, he finds out that that Sendino's um, family is already there at the airstrip with a small plane for him. Like they had no plans of taking anybody. They were they were going to take him in a small plane that was like 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 sit, seated like four people, yeah. and. Um, when when he tells him uh he's got a gun pointed at him he goes you fire that you're gonna have a bunch of convicts coming down on you comprende essay like <laughs> what the hell was that and like but the part that i always kind of think of and it makes me laugh in in con air is when he lights the native american on fire yeah, was the 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 baggie out of his throat and he starts spraying him and he's like the fuck are you doing Hey chief, you come out of this okay? I hope you don't hold a grudge. 
then he just lights a fire. And then he just starts shouting all this horrifically racist shit. The last Mohican is burning. <laughs> oh, God, no. First, I thought he was chanting some rain dance shit or something. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I was dude. like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I, I always think of that scene when I think of Con Air because I, I don't know why. As a kid, that scene made me laugh so hard. And not the racist shit, just the like, hey, chief. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. if you come out of this okay, I hope you don't hold a grudge. Like, light me on fire, dude, and let me survive. Fuck yeah. a grudge. Like, I'm going to be holding your fucking limbs in a minute. Like, <laughs> you better fucking. I'm just, I'm going to put it out there, folks. If you intentionally light me on fire, kill me. Yeah. Like, I will fucking eat you dude like no <laughs> like i can't i can't think of like too many like like worst ways of dying outside of fucking being lit on fire like light my ass on fire see what happens to you like pray i die like i can just picture you coming after people looking like the guy from uh, the smoking the smoking guy from from beetlejuice <laughs> yeah, just, like, trying to quit trying to myself <laughs> But like, nah, dude. Like, I, I just love the way he just tells him that. Like, if hey, if you come through this, okay. I hope you don't hold the grudge. Like, fuck you, you little shit. Like, even the fucking the the scene where like Dave Chappelle gets caught in the landing gear and he's running alongside the plane, like dude. trying to flag him down. He looks out the window and laughs. Like, nah, dude. I would have been far more into the idea of fucking killing him. Like, I'd have been like, stop the, let him on, let him on. <laughs> Let the motherfucker on, please. Let me get him. So I don't know if you know this man, but um, nearly all of Dave Chappelle's lines were ad libbed. Believe he it. didn't. He didn't really have a part. Uh, he was just cast like to like fill the fill the the, the, the ranks or whatever. But everybody liked him so much. Yeah, and he dude. was so hilarious, dude. That like they just put him in more more, uh, more and more scenes. Some and uh, funny like him. He really is like when when Dave Chappelle's like dead and gone there. And I, I think it's even now like that he's alive and kicking. There's there is a very real conversation that he is one of, if not the fucking funniest comedian to ever exist. Like, have you been listening to the uh, to the stuff that he's been putting out lately? No, he seems kind of uh uh, for lack of a better term, uh, rich and white. <laughs> no, man, but see, here's the, here's the thing, dude. Too, he's a little too, like, away from the world. You know what I mean? Like, he lives in his own reality, I think. Well, see, here's the thing about, about what he does. You like, it comes across that way. <laughs> and I think he does that on purpose because, um... Like the headlines say, oh, he said this. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. But, but when you actually listen to what he's saying, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a, uh, you, you. Uh, it's it's very subtextual. Yeah, know? and that, yeah. that's why he's such a great comedian, dude. Is that but he I'm, says I'm, that, but he says it very much like, yeah, that's what that's that's what uh, that's what you. This is the stuff that's gonna get headlines. But this is what I'm actually saying. Right. Yeah. Like you know. I, I personally, I feel though, like, and this is just my personal opinion when it comes to comedians. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't believe comedians are problematic in uh. the things, in the things that they say. I think if you hear a comedian 
and you take anything that they say to heart, um, I think you're the problematic one. I, I think comedians are one of the few types of people that should get like free range to say whatever I, I, they want. I, dude. I, I agree. Like be be weird, be dismissive, say shitty things. Like it's stand up yeah. comedy. I don't, I don't believe in censor. I don't believe in censorship to begin with. Yeah, uh, I, I certainly do believe in accountability. I think if you say something really shitty and stupid, you should be held accountable for it. And if people decide that they don't want to hear your stand-up comedy anymore and they don't want to see you anymore, like, fine, like yeah. whatever. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. That's your. That's your choice. That's uh, your prerogative, for for lack of a better term. Yeah. But like. I, I, I accept that for for people. You know what I mean? Like if you if if you hear something and you're like, fuck that, that's problematic to me. I don't want to hear it. I respect the fuck out of that. Yeah. But like to actively seek like canceling comedians, like shut up. Nah, dude. You like, should, I'm like I'm sorry, dude. Like they're they're supposed to say really fucked up things. It's supposed to you be have every, you have every right to be offended. Like there's a lot of offensive stuff in this movie, dude. Like so much offensive stuff. Like stuff that, like you said, I, I'm not gonna say that it wouldn't fly today. I'm just saying that um, if you were to do this movie today, mm-hmm. uh, it would like conservatives and liberals would be would you know both of their panties would be up in a bunch. Oh dude. man, it'd be up like, in a crazy, bunch of dude. Like and and so, I like, think. The thing is, like, like I said, man, like you, you, you can't hold comedians to those types of standards. I don't think. I think no, it's unfair because like, they're I, a mirror to to society, dude. Like they're they're yeah. they're one of the few like truly truthful mirrors to society, dude. Like I had I had because I used to do stand up comedy a long time ago, and mm-hmm. like I never shied away from saying stupid or gross or weird shit. And I don't find I don't think I I view myself as a fairly progressive individual. Like I, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm bothered by very little when it comes to people's like personal lives. Like I don't give a fuck what you do. Like I don't care like what you identify as, what your gender is. I don't care about any of that stuff. Like I, yeah. I, I care about your struggle. Like if, if, if you're being discriminated against for any of those reasons, I think that's fucking stupid. Yeah. But like, I also said really fucked up things when I was a stand-up comic. And like, I did it because it garnered reaction. Like, I, I remember I tried one joke once that I was like, I don't know if I feel comfortable making that joke because I'm very, very, very like, I've, I've always been uh, outspoken against like sexual harassment and rape. And especially like, I... It's been really hard for me as a human being lately because some of my favorite like artists and celebrities and musicians turned out to be giant pieces of shit and some of them turned out to be pedophiles. Yeah. And I, I fucking on on a very real note, yeah, I like I think pedophiles are the worst fucking people on earth. And I, I don't don't have <laughs> I have little to no sympathy for them. Like I don't care. Like I don't feel bad if they lose their privacy. I don't feel bad for anything that they lose. I don't care. Yeah. Like the worst thing you can do to them is let them live as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But I had um I had a fucking really fucked up pedophile joke when I was doing stand up comedy and like it it garnered a huge laugh and I was like, "Man, it's a good joke." Like and it's there, but like I'm uncomfortable saying it. So it I, says more about the crowd than it does about you, dude. Right. <laughs> and, I, and, and it was it was it was this fucked up joke that I had about um Michael Jackson. Like I I, I you know I, I I go like you guys think he did it? Like you guys think he was like that? And like you know you always hear a mix of people, and uh-huh. I'm like, can I be honest? Like I don't I don't particularly care if he did. Like 
he was such a talented musician. I, I, I mean, if he was still alive, I feel like we should have given him maybe like two or three kids a year. Like, <laughs> and like everybody, yeah, see, everybody kind of giggles and like, oh. And I'm like, hey, hey, look at me like I'm the bad guy. But if every album he produced was thriller levels of good, you wouldn't sacrifice two or three kids. <laughs> and like people laugh and I'm like, think about it, man. Kids get molested and fucking like touched all the time. Not all of them get to go on roller coasters afterwards. How bad could it be? But see, there's What's a like, context. There's a context to that joke that I don't know if you're aware of. And I, I, I like cut yeah. it like right away, right when he said it. Like it shows how we treat celebrities, dude. Yeah, right. Like we and, let and, celebrities get away with shit dude. yeah we let him get away with a lot and and i think like like i said like there i remember this one dude in particular who was like he he was crying he was laughing so hard at the joke uh-huh. and like i was like okay i've got something here like i can like really flesh it out and like do something with it and even yesterday i said it again joking with a friend of mine because like I, I we were listening to michael jackson i remembered that joke and i said it to him and he was laughing really hard about it and I was like, see, it's a funny joke. It's just, it's yeah. fucked up. Like, that, I don't mean that at all. Like, I don't care if, my, if Michael Jackson was alive and he was like, I wrote something that was better than Thriller, but I want a little kid to, like, molest if you guys want to hear it. Like, fuck him, dude. Like, gross. Like, <laughs> no, we're good with Thriller, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Thriller's fine. Like, like has, every, has everybody gotten tired of Thriller? No. Fuck yeah. off. Let's take it on. Like... You you have to find the context of it and like yeah. a lot of shit a lot of shit again doesn't fly and like it's the same thing with Dave Chappelle some of the stuff he said like I heard it and I'm like eh you're being a little dismissive and it's it's yeah. I, I get there's a joke there but it's not funny enough to be so dismissive to me yeah like you have to you have to have a really solid like funny joke behind it and like I don't know I just don't think comedians should be held to that same kind of scrutiny. Like same thing with this this fucking movie. Like you can't hold it to any kind of real scrutiny because it, it it's it's not trying to be anything but what it is. Yeah. And like I appreciate movies that don't try to hit you over the head with like stupid messages or like you know what like one one of my um quickest like I I I I, I can remember being really pissed off watching uh, a Serbian film mm-hmm. and and not because it's so gross and it's so fucking repulsive and, and disgusting for the sake of being disgusting and shocking for the sake of being shocking. Yeah. What got on my nerves is there's a part where the guy looks down the barrel of the camera and starts like screaming when is enough enough like how much do you have to see to stop watching this film and it's kind of like are you fucking giving me shit for watching your fucking movie you made you made you made this i didn't make this i can't believe you're watching this you should be ashamed of yourself yeah meanwhile i'm gonna keep doing it (laughs) yeah and i'm like you made who the fuck are you you lars von trier wannabe motherfucker like fuck you man like at least lars von trier has the balls to just flat out insult me And not be pretentious about it. I'm talking about Lars von Trier here. Everything the guy does is pretentious. He can't even be depressed without being pretentious. <laughs> like, it's amazing. And I'm watching this movie like, fuck you, dude. Like, I hate that shit. Like, and and, and I, I like a, a movie that isn't trying to be anything else. This movie's trying to be a film about a bunch of fucking bad guys on a plane and a good guy who is involuntarily stuck with the bad guys. Yep. Like, it's fun. It's a blast. It's fucking 
butter on my toast and lollipops in my ass. I like it. I don't know. What to tell you. <laughs> so like going back to Dave Chappelle, man, uh, hit, there, there's a scene where he gets stuck in the wheel well mm-hmm. of the plane and he freezes to death. That's so fucked up to me. He freezes to death. And, um, gear. What's the name of that piece of music that they play? Uh, I think it's called like Roses in the Springtime or something like that. Uh, uh, a, a summer a summer place, I think. Summer place. Yeah, there you go. Summer place. That's it. That's it. Um they have the I forgot what the actor's name is, but he's he's the co he's one of the coaches from uh, I remember him most. He's one of the coaches from a league of their own. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, like he's there in, in a brand new car, and like like a bird shits <laughs> on it. He's like, look at it, just like clockwork. Every time I wash my car, Every it's time like you no bird shit. Well, they say it's supposed to be good luck. Dun, 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 like, like the fakest looking dummy ever just falls. It's cr- Bro, I'm going to be like a million times honest with you. Uh-huh. After the, after I saw that movie, I was always so paranoid that was going to happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I hate I, it's It's an irrational fear, like like the shark in the pool is sort of irrational. Like it's a like, regular thing, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like uh, but like it's it, every time I like no joke, dude, like for maybe like 12 years after that, every time I was at a stoplight, I would <sighs> just like look up through the windshield, like making sure there was nobody falling out of the fucking sky. Like, <laughs> I have fucking nightmares of that happening to me. Like, and, oh, and it's God, it's just one of those things that, it, like, if somebody were to land on the hood of my car, like, motherfucker, and like, I know it's like it, it, it's funny, but like, something similar happened in Houston. Did it? Like, when and, and I'm not trying to be like a dickhead or anything like that. It's just it's the truth. Like when that, um, yeah. when that shuttle full of astronauts blew up. Oh, not, the, yeah, yeah. Not, not the Challenger. This was like in two thousand, like four. Yeah, like, the, uh, uh, I, I think I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like it exploded and like limbs and body parts fell in the parking lot of like an HEB or like some shit. It was an oh, HEB or a Walmart. I know, I know, it was like a big conglomerate grocery store, uh-huh. and like somebody was in their car. Like chunks of body fell on their car. Oh, like God. they were like hella traumatized and like. I, I like I, I you know it was one of those things where I'm like yeah I'm not so fucking crazy after all <laughs> like it's it's not that weird of a thought because I'm like bro I'm six hours south of that like imagine if I was just there I stop at Walmart sometimes just to go look around yeah. like, did you imagine- know did you know that uh that there's a uh, a Chinese spacecraft that's on its way back down really? and they don't they don't know where it's gonna land Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! They cleared out like areas of Salt Lake City because they think it might land there. Yeah, <laughs> like they've just been asking people to like just you know look up in the sky and you know duck. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they uh, um they kind of mapped out where it might fall, but they they don't know where it is. They're not, they're, yeah, they're not like a hundred percent sure. Yeah. Like that's fucking fantastic, isn't it? Like <laughs> Christ, we've managed to pollute our own orbit. We're amazing. Oh, dude, we, we've 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 been doing that for decades, dude. <laughs> we're we're incredible, aren't we? Aren't we? <laughs> Fascin- fascinating groups of people we are. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I'll never, <laughs> never understand people, but whatever. What can you do? Yeah, I'm just saying. Fucking giant piece of somebody lands on the hood of your car. Like, don't fucking call Connor crazy. 
<laughs> especially it's, it, it it just it just reminds me of that joke in Men in Black. It'd just be raining black people in New York. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I, what what also makes me laugh is that they like he writes a note on Dave Chappelle's shirt. Yeah, what does he write? <laughs> like just that, like uh, something about Lerner Airfield. Like yeah, like uh, yeah, yeah, Detective yeah. Larkin, like Lerner Airfield. Yeah, and like. I, I, I always kind of giggle at that because I'm like, bro, let's say sure. I buy the guy got caught in the landing gear and he froze to death and the gears weren't strong enough to just obliterate his body as it just closed. Let's say I believe that the tire, like, you no, know, something's caught in it. And I'm just going to stay down and let the plane go up in the air and not go all the way up. Sure. <laughs> Fine. I'll buy that. Well, I'll go so far as to say that the human body is strong enough to withstand that. Yeah. But it fell out of the sky over a mile in the air, free falls, landed on a car, and somebody was still able to read that note? Right. Like, he didn't <laughs> obliterate? Like, he didn't fucking blow up into pieces? I don't buy it. Like well, I mean, you know, you know that's happened before, right? That's happened in real life. What? Where where people have been in caught in the wheel well of a plane? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I know that. Fallen. That's but but up. yeah, you're right, dude. Like like honestly, the wind <laughs> probably the wind on the way down would have ripped that shirt in pieces. Like, yeah. Not even right. the body, like not even the body hitting the ground. By the time that the that. Um, that body got to the ground, the shirt probably would have been ripped to pieces. Yeah, I was like, okay, he's all right, whatever, sure. <laughs> the weird shit that bothers me about this movie, I don't mind the plane towing the Corvette. Mm. Like, I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> I'm okay with them being able to just disconnect a transponder and fly a plane. On any other day, that might seem strange. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, and, and see, I like that because that's the point in the movie where it's like, it's getting a little weird, isn't it? And Nicolas Cage like, it's getting a little weird, isn't it? Like, almost looking down the barrel of the camera. Yeah. Like, you really, that's all that it lacked. Like, if you, all, all you needed was for him to look at the camera going on the other day, that would seem a little strange. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I would have, like, fuck. I and he's, he's taking it, like, so in stride, dude. <laughs> that, that, that's what I love about it, dude. Like you'd think this was like his eighth plane jacking this month. <laughs> like you you'd think he's been in so many plane jackings at this point that he's just like whatever. Like Grand this, Theft Auto at the end of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, like, oh shit, here we go again. This dude it, spent seven years in a cell. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, what happened? Were you guys like hijacking planes before? Uh, whatever. Like, I, I dude, if that was me, I'd be like, "What the fuck are we gonna do about that?" Like, <laughs> that's gonna cause some problems in the long run. Is I feel like that's gonna cause some problems in the long run. Like, <laughs> oh man, one of my favorite lines of this movie is, and and, and I think uh, I think this is in the trailer, if I'm not mistaken. And this, like, totally, I think, sums up the entire, uh, like, soul and, uh, uh, like, just just the, the – everything you want to know about this movie is in this line. Mm-hmm. Or there's a, there's, a, there's a scene where all the, uh, all the convicts are dancing to, uh, to Sweet Old Alabama. Alabama. 
And Garlic Green is like, defiant irony. A bunch of idiots <laughs> dancing in a plane to a song made famous by a band that died in a plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I found out Len, uh, Leonard Skinner died in a plane crash, dude. Yeah, man. I, I had no idea that, that Leonard Skinner wasn't around anymore at, at that no, time. Like, I, I was mean, a Leonard not, Skinner fan. But... Not, not, uh, not the with the original singer. Like, it's yeah. his brother now. The original singer and uh, I think the drummer, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, like, but I, yeah, I, I got to see um, Leonard Skinner in concert. I think it was Ronnie Van Zant that, that died, yeah. and Robbie, Ronnie Van... Robbie is the one that that's that's uh, sings for him now. Yeah, like yeah. Ronnie Van Zant. They sound exactly the same too. Dude. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's kind of amazing. Like I got to, um, I, I went to see them just because like my my friend works at the radio station, and um, she brought tickets to surprise. Uh, her her boyfriend at the time he's he's her fiance now but he was my old roommate. They got married, dude. That did Mike and Laura haven't gotten married yeah. yet. Yeah, have they? Yeah. they? I must have missed it. <laughs> I think so. Sorry guys, I owe you a wedding gift. I don't. I'm pretty sure they haven't yet. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they haven't. Like I, they did. I know I know Mike wanted to do a like a uh, have, have like a bunch of people there. So I don't know if they had like a quiet thing. They might have gone and just done it at the courthouse. I don't know. But either way. Um, she, she brought tickets home. They, they, uh, she's, she has this thing where they give, they give, if there's still tickets left over, they give her radio, they give her concert tickets and, uh, they had tickets left over. So she's got such a great job, dude. I'm so jealous of her job. Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Um, she, she brought home tickets for them to go see Leonard Skinner and like Mike just, he's just not into it. Like he, he likes a lot of music, but like Leonard Skinner just was never his bag. So he's like, nah, I'm good. Oh, and like, like I, I came home from work and I just see these tickets on the counter. I'm like, hey, are you guys going to go to that? And she's like, no, Mike doesn't want to go. I'm like, why? He's like, because? Like, what the fuck for? And I'm like, because it's Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top? Like, why wouldn't you? And he's like, no, nah, I'm good. And I was like, can I have them? And she's like, well, yeah, if you want to go. Like, we're not going to go. I'm like, <laughs> Like I took off, dude. I was like, "Fuck that!" Like, for the first time in my life, and I, I, I took Josh because it was two tickets. I and I called Josh and I was like, "Hey," and he's like, "What's up?" And I'm like, "The ZZ Top concert starts in like 20 minutes. Can you get here in 10?" He's like, "I'll be there in eight. <laughs> so fucking seven minutes later, like, it was almost it was clockwork. He got there really quick, and like. I'll be there in eight minutes. Meanwhile, seven minutes and fifty-eight seconds later, <laughs> pretty much like real, real the wolf, man. And yeah. like, he showed up real quick, and we fucking we we took off. And I, I told him I was like, I'm really excited, man. For the first time in my life, I get to shout, play Freebird, and not be an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and they did, like they really did play Freebird. God damn it, we'll get to it when we get to it. All right, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun though, man. Like. Like Leonard Skinner is a fucking blast. They, like honest to God though, like ZZ Top, like I was oh wow. Like they were fucking something amazing. But like it was a blast. They were fun. That's cool, man. <laughs> but yeah, dude, like that, that's and that's uh I I honestly think that this whole this whole movie could have been put to uh to uh Leonard Skinner songs. Like just Oh yeah, easily. <laughs> it, it, it's so funny because this movie could have been like an 80-minute movie. Yeah, like, it could have been really short. Like the fact that it's over two hours is kind of amazing. Like I was like, because it doesn't feel stretched out. It doesn't feel no. like they like you, we we have to fill in the two hours. Like, it's very fast paced, man. Like even yeah. even and like we said before, dude. Like even the dialogue scenes, dude. Like they're just they're just uh, it's Everything very fast paced. Go go million miles an hour. It's amazing. Yeah. 
Like I, I, I've, I've always enjoyed it. I like. Uh, this was the first time I, I really felt like, um, I, I, I so after watching this movie, I so badly like you have no idea, um, and that's because like Kevin Spacey used to be one of my like, just favorite favorite actors. Yeah, but I, I was so mad when they when they cast Superman Returns, and John Malkovich wasn't gonna play Lex Luthor. What? Like, I. I... I I really like honestly, I, that that's that's one that's like one of the main reasons why I was so excited for Superman Returns. Yeah, was the I fact was that they through. cast Kevin Spacey. You know. Yeah, I was hella Malkovich, excited about it. Malkovich would have made a great Joker. You think so? Yeah, he would have made a great Joker, like uh, opposite of fucking Michael Keaton. Like he would have made he would have made a great Dark Knight Returns Joker. You think? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Like, I know. could see, I could see that. Like, I would have, I would have loved to have seen him like as Jack Nicholson's Joker, opposite of like Michael Keaton. That would have been pretty fucking interesting to see. Jack, Jack is dead, my friend. You can call me Joker, and as you can see, I am a lot happier. <laughs> how would he say? How, how would he say? Uh, Where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> Where indeed does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs> We'll be here all night, ladies and gentlemen. You're, you're, you're insane. I thought I was a Pisces. Come on. Come a little closer and have a whiff of my posy. <laughs> I'm about to get a new girl, Bobby. <laughs> about to get a new girl, Bobby. <laughs> it's hard to stay inside the lines. <laughs> it would have been amazing, dude. <laughs> I would have loved to have seen Malkovich just as Nicholson Joker. Like, it would have been something. I saw it. One more, one more. I saw it. I was there. I saw it all. Oh, I, I... He reached up his dead hand and signed it in his own blood. Oh, man. Well, looks like we lost Bobby. We we were doing so great too, man. We had <laughs> Oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. your cliche mother held him too much or not enough last picket kickball late night sneaky uncle whatever now he's so angry moments of levity actually cause him pain gives him headaches happiness for that gentleman hurts well we got uh, looks like we got uh, uh cyrus a computer no. virus. oh looks like we got cyrus <laughs> computer virus man <laughs> I, I i like it man my john malkovich impersonation killed the internet <laughs> Oh my god, it created like a like a like a like a, a soul-sucking vortex of awesomeness. Just it's, like it, it's just because like I have um really lousy internet service and I don't wanna say the name of my provider, but it rhymes with spectrum. <laughs> and um God damn, dude! I I have never I have never fucking dealt with worse customer service in my fucking life, dude. Every time really? I call these people, they're like, they're like, oh God, how can I help you? Like they 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 treat us like we're annoying them, and I'm like, like yeah. I give a shit. You know what's fucking annoying is my internet crapping out every ten fucking minutes. 
Hey, dude. Lot. But I mean, I mean, they do they do you the service of raising your price every other month, dude. So yeah, they, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. They they do me all right. They don't even kiss <laughs> me. <laughs> they don't even take me out for dinner. Anyway, yeah, guys. So uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, wrap this up then before the uh, the internet gods come in and say, yeah, right, that's enough. No so. <laughs> Yeah, man. Uh, uh, Con Air, dude. Uh, any last thoughts, man, on, on this awesome 90s action romp? Uh, j- like, it, it's just one of those movies that, like, right now, unfortunately, you got to really fucking dig for it because it seems like they've yanked it off of all streaming services. Yeah. Uh, your only bet is to actually buy or rent it on Prime right now. Yeah, and, uh, and it's one of those like higher end rentals too. It's like five yeah, bucks. To rent yeah, it's it. like a five dollar rental. I'm like, what the yeah. fuck? Like, it's so weird. It was the same thing. I remember a while back, I saw Conair at Target for twenty dollars. I was like, <laughs> what? It's still popular, dude. It's still I guess popular. I I guess so. I was like, the ball's on you to fucking try to sell this to me for twenty dollars. Yeah. But like, it, it's it it it's not to say that it's not worth it though. It's worth yeah. the twenty dollars. If great, you find it, if you find it at a pawn shop or or like at the Bulga for like a dollar, like. Plop that shit down, yeah, dude. Yeah, get it, get it, get it. Go to yeah. a pawn shop. I'm sure you'll find it at a pawn shop. You know what? Buy them all and then sell the rest on eBay for 15 bucks, dude. I guarantee you, you won't have any problems selling them. <laughs> no shit. But yeah, yeah man, it, it, it's it's a blast of a movie, and I, I am I am looking forward to uh, uh, the the entire month full of Nicolas Cage movies, man. Because we got yeah. a few more coming you guys' way. We haven't quite 100 decided. Uh, on, on, there's on just so many <laughs> there's just so many to pick from and it's just it's so yeah. difficult to pick four like this was an easy one you know what yeah. I mean Conair was an easy pick but like man there's so much good stuff like there's no so way much. that you all will be disappointed this month uh, Nicolas Cage month man because yeah hell yeah there's so many good ones to choose from. I guarantee you, though, we will not be doing uh, like Ghost Rider because that movie is just. <laughs> no, I, 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 uh, I wanted, I wanted to do Ghost Rider, but then like, I have to watch it. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't want to watch Ghost Rider. It's bad. Yeah, but like, there's, there's some other really good movies like eh, that that we could do that are, bro. What about Drive Angry? Oh, that's a good. That's no, nah, it's got Amber Heard in it, dude. Uh, gross. Got Amber Heard, yeah. Uh, yeah, have, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys, but like, like the uh, the woke rage goes both ways, guys. Like, women, women and men can both be, uh, you know, abusive Shitty assholes. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, Amber Heard is is kind of banned from from our show, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we had to we had to really you know let that one go with Justice League. Yeah, I, but I mean that was this is is too big to ignore, too yeah. big to ignore. Even though she yeah. fucking weaseled her way into that one. Yeah, but anyway, guys, uh, stay tuned next week and see what, what we're gonna do. We'll definitely let you guys know. Uh, the cage but, uh, rage will continue. <laughs> the cage rage will continue uh, until next week, ladies and gentlemen. So until then, I'm Will. I'm Bob. I mean, I'm Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and now my friends was a movie note off podcast here on RGV Titan Radio. We are the 956 Redbear. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs> are you looking for great local music? Then tune in to RGVTitanRadio.com. We play everything local, like hip hop, rock, and country. Back to my back now, driving down I 35. 
you want your music played on our radio station, then send your music to Play My Music at RGBTitanRadio.com. Once more, that's Play My Music at RGBTitanRadio.com. Be sure to send MP3 files that include the names of the track, album, and band or artist, along with cover art. RGBTitanRadio.com. We are the 956.